Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Archie and Edith, Side by Side, from 1973. American producer and screenwriter Norman Lear has produced, written, created, or developed over 100 TV shows, including Sanford and Son, Good Times, One Day at a Time, and The Jeffersons. He's a member of the Television Academy Hall of Fame, a five-time Emmy Award winner, in addition to receiving the National Medal of Arts and the Kennedy Center Honors. Lear was born in New Haven, Connecticut in 1922. His father, Herman, was a traveling salesman who went to prison for attempting to sell fake bonds when Norman was just nine years old. In this 2014 interview on WNYC's The Leonard Lopate Show, Lear talked about his father. He was a fellow. It's hard, very hard for me to face up to that. Uh, and I have faced up to it. But every time I go back to it, I think I want to say rascal. Hmm. Um, because uh, underneath it all, I loved him a great deal. And then nearly 40 years later, Lear would use his father as inspiration for one of his most legendary characters. He was an inspiration for Archie Bunker? Any of the other characters? That well, he used to call kidding? me the laziest white kid he ever met. And uh, I would yell at him. He was putting down a race of people to call his son lazy, and he would say, that's not what I'm doing, and you're the dumbest white kid I ever met. So, yeah, he had a lot of Archie in him. Archie Bunker was the lead character in Lear's legendary sitcom, All in the Family. The character is a World War II veteran, blue-collar worker, and family man. But he's also a bigot. But Norman Lear's father was not the only inspiration for the character Archie Bunker. Listen, that woman, that Mary Whitehouse, is concerned for the moral fibers and the well-being of his beloved country. Well, never mind about this being rotted away by your corrupt films and your telly and your bloody BBC's the worst of the lot with the top of the pops and the evil painted youths dressed up like girls and that middle-aged peroxide albino clunk click monster guy in charge of it now. Till Death Do Us Part was a 60s British sitcom that aired on BBC One. The show focused on the Garnett family. Head of the family, Alf Garnett, was a reactionary white working class anti-socialist and racist. Alf Garnett was played by actor Warren Mitchell, and the role won him a Best TV Actor BAFTA in 1967. Till Death Do Us Part was a big hit in the UK. While it was a comedy, the show realistically dealt with political and racial issues that were becoming a bigger issue around that time. According to Wikipedia, the show captured a key feature of Britain in the 1960s, the public perception that the generation gap was widening. And back in the United States in the late 1960s, Norman Lear read an article in Variety about the success Till Death Do Us Part was having in the UK, and he thought the show resembled the relationship that he had with his own father. So Lear would buy the rights to Till Death Do Us Part, and started incorporating his own experiences with his father into the writing. Initially, this new show would be called Justice for All, and at that point, Archie Bunker was known as Archie Justice. Archie would be played by actor Carol O'Connor in what would be his most famous role, where he was nominated for eight Emmy Awards, winning four of them. 
Actress Jean Stapleton was cast as Archie's wife, Edith, a role that would win her three Emmys and two Golden Globes. Three different pilots were filmed for two different networks. The only constants in all of these pilots were O'Connor and Stapleton. And for its third and final pilot, Rob Reiner and Sally Struthers were added to the cast, and the show's title became All in the Family. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew when you were there. Dance for girls and men, woman. All in the Family premiered on CBS January 12, 1971. The first season did modest numbers, finishing at number 34 in the ratings. But by season two, the show's popularity skyrocketed, becoming the number one show in America, a spot that it would hold for the next five years. As Harvey Siders of Downbeat Magazine wrote for today's album's back cover, it was inevitable. This is one of those albums that simply had to happen. How long could the country's number one TV show highest rated ever, beating out the World Series and even those expensive movies, open each week with Archie and Edith side by side at their piano, crooning reminiscences of the good old days, without requests for more of the same pouring in by thousands? Thus, Archie and Edith side by side for posterity. So, in 1973, Archie and Edith side by side was released on RCA Records. The album's back cover goes on to read, Now I don't know whether future segments of All in the Family will find occasional tete-a-tetes around the upright for Archie and Edith, but I can venture a guess that after you hear this collection of solos and duets, some parodies and special material, and a few well-placed wisecracks, you'll agree with me that the clamor will arise for similar side-by-side soirees. Archie, get out of your chair and come on over here. Over where? To the piano. What the hell for? Come on, sit down beside me. Bring your beer and let's have a little music. There's occasional dialogue between Archie and Edith, and that's what opens the album, as they go into Oh Babe, What Would I Say? A song that had been a big hit one year prior for record producer Hurricane Smith. It was written by his wife, Eileen Sylvia Smith. The kids are gone and here's a chance to just relax and sing along with you. Holly What's coming up now? Gee, it's nice they left us all alone this way. Yes, an evening with no argument. We could bring a little sunshine to this cold and rainy day. Okay, Edith, have it your way. After some more dialogue between Archie and Edith, we get the first of six medleys on the album. This medley features songs from the 1920s to the 1960s. I'm Sitting on Top of the World, You Must Have Been a Beautiful Baby, Hey Look Me Over, and Ain't We Got Fun. I won't go into the background of every medley song, but my little fun fact for you on this one, the song Hey Look Me Over was from the 1960 Broadway musical Wildcat. The original was sung by Lucille Ball in what was the only Broadway appearance of her career. Hey, look me over, lend me an ear, 
fresh out of clover, Morg is up to here. But don't pass the plate, folks, don't pass the cup. I figure whenever you're down and out, the only way is up, and I'll be up like a rosebud high on the vine. Don't dumb your nose, bud, take a tip from mine. I'm a little bit short of the elbow room, but when I get me some, hey, look out, well, here I come. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before All in the Family, Carol O'Connor had been a working TV and film character actor since the early 1960s. Inside the album's gatefold, a part of O'Connor's bio reads, Since the premiere of All in the Family in January 1971, O'Connor has made the loudmouth bigot Archie Bunker the most popular and most controversial character in American comedy. But in addition to the series, O'Connor has co-starred with Raquel Welch in a comedy special and starred in a TV revival of the 1931 musical satire of The I Sing. In January 1972, he was named Television's Man of the Year by industry executives. He's also been a hit on the nightclub circuit with solo appearances at Harrah's Reno and the Riviera Hotel in Las Vegas. He was voted the George M. Cohen Award for Entertainer of the Year 1972 by fellow members of the American Guild of Variety Artists. We met at nine. We met at eight. I was on time. No, you were late. Oh, yes, I remember it well. We dined with friends. We dined alone. Some tennis sang. A baritone. Yeah, yeah. I remember it well A dazzling April moon There was none that night Jean Stapleton began her career in 1941 when she was just 18 years old in Summerstock Theater. She made her Broadway debut in 1954, appearing in In the Summer House. She was featured on Broadway in several hit musicals like Damn Yankees, Juno, and Funny Girl. She would also go on to appear in the film versions of Damn Yankees and Bells Are Ringing. A portion of her bio in the gatefold reads, Since January of 1971, 
Jean has been known by all of America for the character of Edith Bunker, which she plays on the television comedy series All in the Family. She has been awarded two Emmys and one Golden Globe for her portrayal of the good-hearted dingbat Edith, who has the difficult fate of being married to Archie Bunker. In addition to the regular series, Jean finds time to guest star on other television shows to the delight of her many fans. I may be wrong, but I think you're wonderful. Oh, you got the right I idea, I may be wrong, but stay with I think you're swell. Bingo. I like your style, say. I oh, think no it's marvelous. That was a bit of the second medley on the album, which includes Sometimes I'm Happy, I May Be Wrong, parentheses, but I Think You're Wonderful, It's a Wonderful World, and even When I'm 64, a song that Paul McCartney claims is one of the first songs he ever wrote when he was about 14 years old. When I get older, losing my hair, many years from now, I'll still be a girl. Will you still be sending me a valentine? Candy. Birthday greetings, bottle of wine. If I've been out to quarter to three, would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? The A-side closes with another medley. This time featuring the songs Button Up Your Overcoat, Please Don't Talk About Me When I'm Gone, and I'll Get By. Take good care of yourself. You belong to me. Okay, Edith, but if the worst comes to the worst... Please don't talk about me when I'm gone. <laughs> we ought to let fond memories linger on and on. Remember, Rip, you can't say anything. Real. The B-side begins with Anything You Can Do, a song written by Irving Berlin for the 1946 Broadway musical Annie Get Your Gun. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Now you can't. Yes, I can. Now you can't. Yes, I can. Now you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything you can be, I can be greater. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. Oh, no, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. The album was produced by Joe Reisman, who coincidentally I just spoke about on Bizarre Albums a couple of episodes ago. He also produced the Bonanza, Christmas on the Ponderosa album. In addition to his work as a producer, he also arranged and conducted for Patti Page on her hit How Much Is That Doggy in the Window, and for Perry Como's Papa Loves Mambo. You will always be my necessity, I'd be lost without you. You got me sighing again. What is this love all about? I'm in. I'm out. Sometimes you make me so sad. The album was conducted and arranged by Alan Copeland. Copeland was also a vocalist best known for his time as a member of the Modern Airs. Five years before the release of this album, he won a Grammy for Best Contemporary Pop Performance by a Chorus for pairing the theme song from Mission Impossible with the Beatles' Norwegian Wood. 
Archie, I think we've done pretty good together all these years. You ain't kidding. And I think we can do okay together for a good few more, read it. The final medley on the album features I Don't Know Why, parentheses I Just Do, which is sung by Edith, and Whispering, which is sung by Archie. I don't know why I love you like I do. I don't know why I just do. Whispering while you cuddle me, me. Whispering so no one can hear me. The album's back cover goes on to read, The important thing is that singing out loud, as Archie and Edith do here, is an exercise in sheer enjoyment. Those shrill tones you've heard on the opening of All in the Family are strictly for comic effect coming from Edith Bunker, not Gene Stapleton. On this album, Miss Stapleton and Mr. O'Connor prove quite soothing to the ears. And it's for all in the family. From chestnuts like You Must Have Been a Beautiful Baby and Whispering, to musical comedy classics like Mr. Wonderful and I Remember It Well, to the Beatles hit When I'm 64. Oh, we ain't got a barrel of money. Maybe we're ragged and funny. But we'll travel along singing a song side by side. Oh, we don't know what's coming to Maybe it's trouble and sorrow, but we'll travel a road, sharing our load, side by side. The album closes with Two Sleepy People, a song written by Hoagie Carmichael and Frank Loser for the February 1938 film The Big Broadcast of 1938. Here we are, having no regrets. Holding hands and yawning, look how late it gets. Two sleepy people by dawn's early light, and too much in love to say goodnight. Here we are in our cozy chairs. The album was released on LP, cassette, and 8-track, and it's currently streaming on Spotify. And though this album didn't make a lot of impact, it was far from the only All in the Family related album. Carol O'Connor released some albums of his own, the first of which I covered on the show last year. But the same year that All in the Family debuted on television, there was an album also called All in the Family. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.